This is Dungeon Not Included, the actual play podcast for the adventurous listener. Welcome back to Dungeon Not Included. We're wearing stupid hats. That means one <laughs> of us is deathly ill. Um, or we just were bored and, and did something else this week. We went out to the movies. Hopefully the latter. Earlier? Later? Which one is it? The one where we're not deathly ill. Yeah. I'm Frank, and I'm joined by Brennan. I almost said Federico because I'm looking at the names of the sheet. Rebel and Alex, and we are here for Dungeon Not Included. We're playing, uh, I think, our first actual session, not zero session, of, oh, I'm going to butcher this. Passiones? Passion de la Passiones. Good? Passion. Passion. Passion de las Passiones. Yes. That's why... That's why Rebels should be doing these intros. <laughs> uh, we've had a maybe a multi-part zero session. We've talked about the game and what we want to play and what we want out of it. Now is our this is our actual first play session. So I think Brennan, you're going to walk us through what last time on would how that actual That's mechanic right. works. So there's a mechanic in this game called last time on, and uh, that will be. The last time on our show. Did we come up with a name for the show? I don't think we did. I don't think we did, no. No, we didn't. Um, we should. It's got to uh, be something to do with conventions, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love and the, the non-conventional. No, it's got to have some yeah. sort of pun, too. Non-conventional. Yeah, uh, romance. Uh, All right. Unconventional romance. Okay. What about that? Yeah, you can uh, also go the general hospital route and just be like con. Conventional romance is great. I like it. Yeah. Yes, I'm partial to the name that I came up with. Perfect. Sounds <laughs> good. <laughs> all right, Brennan, you might be a, li- a bit far from your mic. Uh, if you can scooch it, yeah. All right, that, let's see if that's how's better. that. Yeah, I think it's better. Okay, all right. It was it was a couple of inches farther away. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's also okay. a good name for a soap opera. A couple of inches, couple of farther, inches farther away. away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five feet apart. No, wait, that's already a thing. Yeah, <laughs> five feet apart. Yeah. So uh, we get our music swelling. Uh, the title appears: unconventional romance, showing. Uh, beautiful people walking around in a convention hall. <laughs> Conventionally beautiful people walking around. Yep. Yeah. Out in a convention hall, yes. And like, these are not people you would ever actually see at a convention unless they were like the ones being asked to be on a panel, you know? Right. <laughs> They're the guests. They're uh, operating booths. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. And also, just like, you know, how they have to have like the title card. It says it shows the title card unconventional uh romance or whatever that's what we said unconventional, unconventional romance, right? romance yes and and it's uh, instead of like the hourglass like days of our lives and stuff it's two d20s but they land on uh the symbol that it comes up at the top are hearts that, yes. Like, yes. 
can, can I make one adjustment of that? One of them's a D20. The other one is those romantic die you get from crappy novelty stores in the mall. Yes. Like kiss my butt, but it's kiss. And then there's a D20 next to it. It's like completely oh. wrong. It's just, <laughs> hate the show. A kiss and a heart. Yeah, there you Geeks go. Geeks yes. hate yeah. this show. Geeks must hate this show. Oh, God. I love it. We have to make it as like horribly uncharacteristic as possible, of course, because it's yeah. written by it's written by soap opera writers who've never played Dungeons and Dragons. In Highly caffeinated soap opera writers who just trying to get that paycheck. Yep, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I love it. Perfect. So last time on, we're going to show a few scenes from each character. What do we see? Uh, uh octavia doing frank uh octavia is and i'm looking right through my list for those of you who haven't played this before we actually have a checklist i am uh showing my deep hidden feelings for someone i shouldn't have so who would that be i think it's got to be a cesar uh and i uh cesar who will will reveal soon is is uh the twin brother of um well one of alex's characters i don't is, is it actually remind me again because it's been a while since we talked uh so brutus is the star brutus is the star is the jealous brutus, brother. yes yeah. brutus is the star and the npc while my character cesar is the like scheming brother who is the player character that's so, so did great you, did you i actually you expressed your emotions to cesar yes yes <laughs> oh my god that's okay, right. So what what did you confess? Um, Your you know what? Even better, love for him. I can uh, I confessed it to Brutus, but it's it was directed at Cesar, so I didn't know it was Brutus at the time. Right. That's yes. right. You thought yeah. it was Brutus. I thought I thought it was Cesar, and it was Brutus. So I confessed to the wrong person. Oh, I see. Yes. I love that. Yes. Getting that mistaken identity shit in right away right away so and i don't know why the star is just sort of playing along uh i'll leave that to alex but i i I confess and like the reason i've always supported you and everything you've done is because i know that of your entire family not just your brother your entire line you are the one true artist and i will do anything in my power to see you succeed i love that Nice. So the way that was phrased, I wonder if Brutus knew it wasn't meant for him. You know? You might not have. Yes. <laughs> Brutus yeah. was like, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, right? <laughs> yep. How how himbo are we making Brutus? <laughs> right? Well, okay. There has to be a little bit of himbo for both Brutus and Cesar so that yeah. there's that awkward like you know, mistaken identity, not realizing that they're trying to talk to the other twin. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think Brutus is like, I I don't know if I'd call him himbo. We haven't really clarified whether he's like a good person or a bad person. Yeah, we're going to, we're, we'll, we'll find, to find out. Play. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But that's why I'm hesitant to use the phrase himbo because himbos are nice. <laughs> yes. All right. Brutus, yeah, and so you see Brutus thanking you, and then after you leave, Cesar comes in, and it's clearly Cesar. Yeah. That's awful. 
Love that. Ah, <laughs> uh, Cesar, last time on Unconventional Romance, what was it? Um, very simply, I had pick, well, I'm going to change mine. I think now based upon the one we just did. I was originally going to pick the one that says, "You show up to an event with your twin." which is simply we both walk in at the same time. But if you've done a thing there, I'm going to say you stood watching your twin unaware someone was watching you. So I saw you approach and talk to Brutus, but maybe out of earshot and didn't hear what it was. And I didn't realize that there is somebody who could, could be either a named character or an unnamed character at this point who is watching me. This yeah, is already um, so complicated. I mean... I do have lots of, I have a goon squad, like, that's part of my playbook, so maybe it was one of my... Oh, it was one of Federico's goons. One of my henchmen, yeah. I love that. Okay, Cesar, uh, you did hear, you did overhear what was said, but I think it's ambiguous enough that you're not sure whether it was meant for you or for Brutus. Perfect. But meanwhile... A security guard touching his ear is watching over Cesar uh, spying on his brother in his dressing room, in the green room. Nice. Cesar so jealously looking from the door of the green room. <laughs> uh, and then... then last time, what happened with Federico? Uh, so we see a scene of Federico talking to somebody and, uh, he says, you can't take this away from me. I've been organizing this panel for months. Uh, <laughs> and the other person says, enough, Federico, you've been taken off the project. Octavia is in charge of this panel now. Bam! Who was oh. it that took, who took you off? What's, what, let's give them a name. Uh, yes. Uh, how about uh, Augustine? Panel away from Federico and gave it to Octavia. Yeah. I So that prompt is I lost something truly valuable that I must recover. And the reason is, as everybody who watches the show knows, this is the panel that Brutus is heading. And it was my opportunity to get closer to him. Oh my god. <laughs> so we'll set the first very first scene with you, Octavia. Uh and it is Augustine coming to you uh and saying, Octavia, I've had it with Federico. He's off the panel. I want you to moderate. Uh, I only trust Brutus with you. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I, I just I express my deepish shock that Federico would uh, so so disappoint you. I just like to start with that. I, I just. It feels as if he's been given so many opportunities to do his, let's admit it, simple job that uh, he must be under, undergoing some great personal stress. Um, and I, I feel deeply sorry for him. 
to be honest. Uh, I, of course, will be diligent in my my uh, my efforts as I am with everything. And Brutus is in wonderful hands with me. Uh, do I have full discretion to, for example, uh, perhaps pick a few more people for the panel to round it out? People who will compliment Brutus and his apparent skills. Of course. Good. I have a person in mind. This panel is yours to control. Yes. <laughs> I think the other side of it, our audience are people who are, are geeks who secretly love the show. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, yes. Geeks who are like, this isn't how a convention works, but I'm being catered to and I love it, you know? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Uh, yes. So as soon as she, um, I think, realistically gets off the phone with uh, uh, Augustine, is it? That was it, right? Augustine, yes. Augustine. Augustine, yes. Augustine, as soon as he does, uh, as soon as Octavia gets off the phone, uh, she <laughs> takes uh, the the elaborate tablecloth that had a like a fine full setting a tea service on it and flips it over. The tea service goes crashing onto the ground and then on the other side of the tablecloth are big like venn diagrams of how the panel should work and all the arrows and circles are kind of pointing at uh, cesar it said like these weird machinations and how to get him onto the panel even though he's a complete unknown uh yeah okay so uh this actually sounds like you flashing back to preparations yes okay. so when you flash back to preparations roll with the questions so any question you ask uh, that I ask that you answer positively on gives you a plus one to your role. Okay. Uh, do Did have you have plenty of time to do this? Oh, yes. Definitely. Yes. I've been planning the fall of Federico for, for months on this project. Right. Did you have someone looking out for trouble? Huh. I think so. I think the, the way... Is no. I, I think so. I think that's what um, the implication of the conversation with Augustine is like that he like, oh, I knew this was going to happen. Like they were having a conversation like maybe uh, she was seeding the doubt in him. And that's the reason why he's decided that Federico is is not. So he was looking for trouble. Excellent. So roll uh, 2d6 and add two. Okay, so we didn't really uh, come up with a role for your... Uh... Uh, there is a link. It's in the Passion oh, it's on... uh, thing. Is it's it? on the role for your party page. Okay, let me see. Oh, there it is. Roll for your party tab. Um, and I will open that up for the fun of it. Uh, and All right, let me just switch over to the correct tab. Hot podcast action this is what people look for from an action this is really what they're looking for from their podcast so they can yeah. see the thing that's happening all right uh share that was an easier way to every single thing we do i take yes. a sip of my ginger ale okay roll for your party and there we go okay so that was 2d6 plus two right yeah so is that does that mean forty six? Is it an additional D or we just no, I don't know? You add two to the total of the two D six. This is oh. a 
powered by the apocalypse system, right? It is. So everything is two d six. Yeah, plus a plus number. Yeah. yeah. So uh, nine. A nine. All right. On a nine. I love that I did all that work not to share the screen. Ta-da! There you go. Proof. Ta-da. Uh, on a nine, you either mark a condition or I will give you a worse outcome or hard bargain. But you get to choose one of the three options on the flashback to preparations move, which is on the other moves tab. Okay. Wait, I thought the flashback to preparation seven to nine is you mark a condition or the MC will tell you how your plotting is flawed or got you caught up in another problem. Or am I looking at a different sheet? I'm looking at the, you're looking at the sheet. I'm looking at the thing here. Uh, I think that's totally fine. Uh, How your plotting is flawed or there's another problem is very similar to a worse outcome or hard bargain. So true. Hmm. Okay, I this may am... be an old uh, sheet. So right. So I think I'm going to. Um... I want to. I want you to give me a worse outcome or hard bargain. Okay, you don't want a condition. I don't think so. All right. Let's start off with complications. Excellent. So I'm just going to actually check the, uh, the actual rules and make sure. Uh, yeah. How your flooding is flawed or how you got caught up or got you caught up into another problem. So I'm going to say it's how your plotting is flawed. And, uh, you see, uh, Basically, you are now looking at your plan that's on the back side of your tablecloth uh, and uh, going over how to get Cesar onto the uh, the panel. But the camera pans down to something that you don't notice, which is Cesar is... Uh, has a, another commitment and what would that commitment be Cesar? uh do uh, oh i have a date obviously <laughs> oh yes <laughs> what i love about this is the amount of research octavia must have done that she also has cesar's like day book a copy of oh. it or something? Yeah, I feel like yeah. Octavia absolutely has stolen in a previous episode my Google Calendar. Yes. I, oh, it did. And you switched. You went to like MSN or something. You're, you're <laughs> a different form, like it's just something weird happened. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so yeah, I'm doing all this work to try to get Cesar to to be somehow involved in this thing to get the limelight at least a little bit. And I totally missed that he is busy. With a date. That's awful. All right, cool. Yeah, that's great. I like that. Does it what's the name of your date, Cesar? What's the name of your date? Oh, uh, that's a very, very good question. Um, 
let's say that oh, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think like, should it be connected to, I'm trying to already craft the lore of what's going on with Brutus and why he's there and why he's so famous. So I think it's going to be that it's one of the co-stars or like the glorified extras from the TV show. I think totally that, a co-star. Yeah. Yeah. Co-star that of one of Brutus's co-stars from the TV show. Um, and the TV show is I brought up a, a fantasy book name generator, uh, and it's going to be a uh, HBO style uh, fantasy drama called. Uh, let's see, get names here. Um, I already hate this. Oh yeah, <laughs> the rebels and the dogs is the name of the uh, show. <laughs> So the rebel, just to be clear, the dog. <laughs> oh, dogs I are not the rebel. Name. I didn't think of that when I picked it randomly. We can pick another one. No, 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 no. I love it. It's great. I don't, it's, okay. it's completely meaningless. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, the other, the, the, there's also this is a really weird list because there's also the spiders of the ocean, uh, and uh, oh, the mice of the plague is actually pretty good. Uh, the mice of the that's plague. too good. That's too good. That's I like rebels of the dogs. I like the rebels and the dogs. Yeah, okay. yeah, the rebels and the dogs is the way we're going, I think. But yeah, this is right. already so complicated. So yeah. his co-star, uh, whose name is what? Julia. Sure. Uh, is going on a date with you. The question is, does who does she think? But yeah. who does she? Think, yeah, exactly. Who does she know, think she's going on a date with? Is the question. I feel like I feel like that. The co-star, I think she knows it's me. I think she does yeah. know it's me, and maybe she's doing it to piss off Brutus. I love that. Yeah, yeah. because it wouldn't make sense for Brutus to have a date during this. Oh, unless, unless she just nobody like like Brutus doesn't talk about his twin brother ever. Oh, no one no, knows he actually, has a twin. You wanna- you want to make this as soap opery as possible. The reason yes. why they're on this date is because she was rejected by Brutus, but she wants the paparazzi to think she's still dating Brutus. So uh-huh. she's dating the twin brother so that they get seen at a okay. restaurant together. And then the paparazzi okay. headlines say that they're together. And that's yeah. why Octavia doesn't know. Cause it's air quotes. It's a, it's um, <laughs> Brutus date or like it's, it's, it, I don't realize yeah. it's Cesar yeah. on the date. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's genius! <laughs> this is like a writing room for a really desperate soap opera. <laughs> it's really terrible. You gotta keep this thing you, going. I think all season. soap opera writing rooms are like this. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. So that is what happens. Uh, uh, Federico, uh, what are you going to do about this horrible snub? Well, of course, I have to confront Octavia face-to-face because I know it's her. She's the only one who would take this from me. Uh, so where did, where did you find Octavia? Uh, we, of course, are in the food court so we can get lots of corporate sponsorship in um, for all of the places that are uh, like Subway restaurants and KFC or whatever. Right. Yeah. I only drink the finest water. <laughs> In the finest way. Brita filtered. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I 
catch her when she's most off guard, which is when she takes uh, her lunch break, of course. Um, so as she has sat down to eat, uh, the shadows loom over her as uh, two of my, my henchmen stand uh, on either side as I seat myself across from her and steeple my fingers and say, Octavia, I hope, enjoying, I hope you're enjoying the con. Of course, it's another another wonderful convention we've thrown together. I'm just now realizing how often are these conventions? <laughs> <laughs> Is it daily? <laughs> another wonderful day at the convention. <laughs> I noticed that you've been, you know, sticking your fingers in pies that you shouldn't, as it were. I take, I pick up a can of my mixed berry Coke. <laughs> <laughs> I assure you, my fingers only go in the pies they are invited to. Hmm. The fact that you are now the head of the uh, Rebels and Dogs panel would seem to disagree with that statement. Oh, I assure you, I was invited into that uh, position. But uh, no disrespect for you, Federico. You did your best with what you had available. Um, it was just that the powers that be saw that there was a... that you had a lot on your plate... And they thought it wise to take a small bit off and give it to somebody who has the ability to multitask. The powers that be, or you and your many, many spies. Okay. So are you accusing her of lying to her face? Absolutely. Yeah. Nice. That's a move. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Uh, do you have an audience? I think you do. You have your guys here. So I have my guys here, and we're in the food court. So, yes. like, there's other people. Do you have evidence? I don't think so. I no. think it's just an uh, accusation. Yeah, I'm just accusing her. Because I know it's her. It's always Octavia. But there's no proof. That's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay, so go ahead and roll plus one. Okay. You might want to change your dice color if you haven't already. Uh, I have a different dice color. So there that's a nine total. Okay, you get to choose one. Okay, give me just a second to get the list up. Yep, pull up the list. Uh, I'm going to say she's surprised, scared, or flustered and must act with desperation before she can act against me. It's a good one. I mean, I'm in, and then I, uh, you know, after I say the thing about the spies, I reach over and grab her, um, a bite of her Cheeto blasted Subway sandwich. <laughs> the foods we're eating are so not 
do not match these characters at all. <laughs> it's product placement, you know? Yeah. And I'm sure you're like dressed to the nines, right? Oh, it's absolutely. Oh, I've got my I've got my my almost my uh you know slacks, my button-down shirt, and my vest with like the coiffed hair. And the shining anime glasses and my my earpiece, you know. And Ooh. I reach over and grab a chew blasted subway sandwich. Take a bite. <laughs> oh. Octavia is flustered. Yes. I, I, oh. And the last thing so. she says, maybe as you leave, like so it has no impact whatsoever. You've already left. You've been watching too much dogs and rebels, Spock. <laughs> you don't even know the name of the show. Away. Excellent. All right. We'll cut back to your act of desperation, Octavia. But Cesar. Yes. Uh <laughs> uh I think Brutus comes to you. Sure. To confront you about your date with Julia. Is this before or after the date has occurred? This is before, correct? Because this of the date. Before, dates yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hello, brother. What do you think you're doing? What do you, you mean? Are... What am I doing? <laughs> you, uh, you've taken, uh, you're taking Julia out on a date. You know she's just using you. Why can't we use each other? <laughs> no, you are. But what am I? <laughs> That was the tone Cesar had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you are, but what am I? Yeah. <laughs> well, if that's what, if that's how it is, I suppose it means nothing, nothing at all. Oh, sometimes things that mean nothing can turn into something. Do you have feelings for her? Tell me honestly. Is that a move? <laughs> like for asking me to tell something honestly, it's got to be. It, that seems like a kind of thing that would be a move in this game, right? Except that NPCs don't really do moves. So. Oh, okay. Well then, uh, I think I'll, let's see. Uh, to tell you honestly, I have feelings. Um, I'm not sure. I feel things when I'm with her, but. You know, things more physical than emotional. I knew it. You're so superficial. Oh, super is definitely a word used to describe me. Oh, God, I hate this guy. <laughs> Cesar, your gigolo's ways are going to get you in trouble eventually. Well, until then, brother. <laughs> and then he like tips his hat and then walks away. 
Uh, and he goes, I think he walks by, uh, and like, there's a cardboard cutout of his brother from the show. And he like strikes the same pose next to the cardboard cutout and then walks away. Yeah. Just think of what this real life actor, it must be like, (laughs) he's like, he's trying so hard to play himself and another person and another person pretending to be him in a cardboard cutout. And and it's a, a, what's great too, is it's gotta be like all cuts because it's like, it's not like they're going to pour the money into like, Whatever CGI is required to put them both on screen at the same time. (laughs) And there's there's a body double that they shoot from behind his head. Uh huh. Not accurate. Not accurate. The cuts are a little bit off. Yeah. (laughs) Uh Eyelines aren't right, right? I love it. Um, I think, too, unless I have to, I don't know if this is the kind of thing I'd have to do a move for, but I think as I like walk walk by my brother and do like a, and I don't know how they'd have to do it like, some sort of movie magic but like i like do that last movie i like get in his face as i walk by but they cut to see that i'm pickpocketing him while we're doing it so that i have his wallet for for later that's great is that is that a move that i'm gonna have to do i might have like do a steal or something like i don't know uh no i think you can just do that actually yeah then that's i figured i'm just gonna do that i'm gonna pick his pocket and take his wallet okay Yeah, so the camera totally gets the, you know, the close up of your of you stealing his wallet. Yeah, um, I <laughs> I also think like the maybe the last thing like they because it's a it's a soap opera, so I think it goes it zooms on uh, Brutus's face and he's got this like frustrated like anger kind of like thing going on in his face, and in the background you can see uh, Cesar signing an autograph that someone came up to Brutus to, uh, thinking that it was Brutus to ask, and he's just like gladly signing some like little <laughs> kid's like autograph book at the con, because like this is his whole thing, because he goes to cons and just like fucks with everybody because they think it's him. Yeah. Cesar I love the vision of the actor having two different ways of signing. Like yes. when Brutus, he's like very earnest about it. And Cesar's like, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> or vice versa. Or vice versa. Yeah, tossles the kid's hair and then flounces <laughs> off. Actually, I really like that idea, Rebel. I like the idea that Brutus like stumbled his way into into acting and doesn't. And the way Caesar sees, Cesar sees it is that he doesn't appreciate. What he has, so the one who's going to be more of like the fan, the one who's going to be more fan appeasing, is actually Cesar, even though he has none of the talent. He's the big ham. That's why Octavia loves you. Yeah, yes. oh, I think perfect. I think that's I think you're absolutely right. I think that the the more like movie star quality signature, like he's got like a gold pen, you know, like one of the ones that's like the gold ink. Oh, Cesar does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that he's. Whereas Brutus is just using a sharpie. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Brutus expects you to bring the Sharpie. Uh, yeah. 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 $25 for a signature. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's it for this week. If you just saw an abrupt cut, we were talking about electrocution and children. <laughs> <laughs> Completely unrelated to the podcast. Uh, but tune in the next time one of us gets sick.
because <laughs> that's how this stupid idea works. Yay! Yay! Hey there, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Dungeon Not Included. If you did, please tell a friend and leave us a five-star review and encouraging comments on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help spread the word for new shows like ours. You can follow the latest from the Dungeon Not Included crew on Twitter at DNI Crew and over at Facebook at Dungeon Not Included or at our home on the Nonproductive Network at non-productive.com forward slash DNI Crew where you can find articles, character sheets, and Patreon exclusives as well as our latest episodes. Thanks! This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablaoui. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.